I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. We're talking today about sugar and how it can affect the brain and it's linked to Alzheimer's disease. So sugar consumption can disrupt long-term memory. It can contribute to shrinking, as we said earlier, of something called the hippocampus. Now that's a hallmark symptom of Alzheimer's disease. Your hippocampus is involved in the formation, organization, and storage of memories. Now the authors of the study that we were just talking about suggest that strategies aimed at lowering glucose levels to the normal range may, beneficial, may, may be beneficial and influence cognition in, older, in the older population. It can help the brain work better by limiting sugar. Has anyone ever been to a senior home? I have. What are they serving these people? Cookie, sugar, donuts, and it's a treat to them. Candy, oh, it's Thanksgiving, it's Christmas, it's Halloween, it's Easter. We're gonna feed more poison to these people. Drives me insane. I can't tell you how many people that have worked at senior homes have called me or sent me emails or come to me and say, Dr. Joe, I've heard your talks, and boy, you have a right. This is what we're feeding these people, because it's cheap. Carbohydrates are cheap. Breads, rice, uh, white potatoes, easy, quick, and cheap. And who doesn't like sugar? I love sugar. Everyone loves sugar. So what's happening is you're putting these foods in your body and it's affecting the brain. Simple, easy, and cheap ways to fix that is don't feed them sugar. Because here's the thing, if you're like me, if sugar's in the house, chances are you're gonna eat it. So you gotta get the bad food out of the house and you need to do it now before the brain starts to miss that malfunction. Limiting your consumption of sugar and non-vegetable carbs is one of the most important steps you can take to prevent Alzheimer's disease for that very reason. Research from the Mayo Clinic found that diets rich in carbohydrates are associated with 89% increased risk of dementia. Now, if I had a pill, and I can give you this pill, and I'll say, listen, if you take this pill, I'm gonna reduce your risk of any disease by 89%. Would you take it? Absolutely. I have that pill. Well, it's not a pill, it's food. And you just have to avoid that food. So the research, everywhere I looked, every place I, I, I dug up research, it said the same thing. Compelling research shows that your brain has what we call plasticity. We talked about that earlier, which you control through diet and lifestyle changes. Just listening to this show is, uh, is activating the plasticity function of your brain. Why? Because it's new information. And your brain is now taking it into the hippocampus to decide where it wants to store it. What should I do with it? Is it important? Is it not important? What did I say five minutes ago that you said that was important? You're not gonna remember everything. But the key is the more information we put into the brain, we activate this plasticity capabilities and it works great. Now, unfortunately, the American public has been grossly brainwashed by the sugar and the processed food industry and believing that sugar is perfectly reasonable and that it's a nutrient and that it belongs in a healthy diet. It doesn't. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, 13% of the average American's diet is sugar. United Kingdom, a recently published report on Scientific Advisory Committee on nutrition recommends limiting your added sugar intake to 5%, where 13%. In order to avoid obesity and type 2 diabetes, <clears throat> excuse me, they calculate this to be the equivalent of 25 grams of sugar. That's five or six teaspoons per day for women and 35 grams, seven to eight teaspoons for men. 
Now, this matches my recommendations. I've been talking about 25 grams of sugar a day forever. This is for healthy, non-insulin-resistant individuals with one key difference. I recommend restricting the sugar fructose consumption to 25 grams from across the board, not just added sugar. Now, this includes limiting your non-vegetable carbohydrates as well. Now, crazy enough, the Scientific Advisory Committee on Nutrition still recommends you get 50% of your daily energy in the form of starchy carbohydrates. <sighs> I'm going nuts over this. This will undoubtedly significantly raise your risk of insulin resistance. If you're insulin and leptin resistant, uh, diabetic, if you're overweight, if you have high blood pressure, if you have heart disease, if you have cancer, I recommend you restrict your sugar fructose consumption to a maximum of 15 grams of sugar a day from all sources until your insulin, and we're gonna talk about insulin leptin resistance in a little bit, has been resolved. So let's dive a little bit into ins insulin resistance and leptin resistance. So what is insulin resistance? I eat sugar. Sugar goes into my body, my body releases insulin, pancreas and the brain release insulin. Insulin goes into the cells, opens up the cells, the cells allow glucose in and they utilize glucose as fuel. That's normal. You eat too much sugar, your body produces too much insulin and the cells can't allow any more sugar in, it's gonna gunk up the works. So the cells say, insulin, stop trying to open me up and let sugar in, I can't let you allow any more sugar in. So the cells resist insulin from allowing the cells to open up and let the sugar in. Insulin resistance. The problem is it goes to the extreme. Your cells then kind of shut down. I'm not listening to insulin. The boy that cried wolf. It's an insulin that cried wolf, I guess. I'm not gonna listen to you anymore. I'm not gonna open up for nothing. So now the sugar stays in your blood because the cells are resistant to the insulin. So you produce more insulin because your sugar levels are high, creating more insulin resistance. And the brain works the same way. It can only take so much sugar until it says stop. Leptin resistance. Leptin is a hormone that's produced in your stomach. I was just talking about this with my friend downstairs. Leptin is released from the stomach when you eat food. It goes into the blood, goes into the hypothalamus in the brain and tells you that you're full. It takes 20 minutes to get the message from your stomach to your brain. The other night, I was out to dinner with my friend Tim. We went to this Indian restaurant and the food was spectacular. And of course, I'm vegan and he's okay eating vegan with me if we're gonna share foods, so he's fine. So Tim and I have this amazing meal. He looks at me, he says, that was so good, I wanna order more. And I said, stop for a second. Let's wait 10 minutes and see how we feel. If we're still hungry in 10 minutes, then we can order more. 10 minutes passed, 20 minutes passed, we talked, we chatted, we left, we went home. I'm driving home, I'm thinking, you know what, we never ordered any more food, which is good. So the key here is that you have to eat something and give it 20 minutes to get to the brain. If you eat all the time, your stomach is producing leptin all the time, constantly bombarding the hypothalamus. And the hypothalamus says, I can't listen to you leptin. I don't know if you're telling me the truth or not because you're always knocking on my door saying that you're, you're being produced and that I should be full. So the hypothalamus becomes leptin resistant. And so that's why when you eat, and I used to be fat, so I can say the F word. When I used to be fat, I would eat and I knew I was full, but I want to keep eating because my brain became leptin resistant. It wasn't listening to my the hormone signaling anymore. Once I got my diet under control and I started eating better, my brain said, you know what? Maybe that leptin isn't so bad. I'm going to start listening to them again. Same thing with insulin. The cells say, well, there's not a lot of insulin around anymore. Maybe I'm going to start listening to them again. So leptin and insulin resistant occurs from what? Eating too much. And so one of the things we have to do is cut back on our volume because you don't need more food. You need better food. Oh, I should make a t-shirt like that. You don't need more food. You need better food. So eat foods that are super high concentrations of nutrients. 
That's why I take Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source every day. Why? Super high concentration of nutrients. Relatively inexpensive. They travel great. They're powders. Travel anywhere in the world with them. And I take a scoop of each. I mix it together with coconut milk or almond milk, and I drink it at least once a day. If I'm busy, if I'm doing a big workout, I just moved, I did a bunch of gardening the other day. If I'm going for a hike, if I, I've, I've had a busy day with radio and television, maybe I've got a hot date, I'll take a double dose of Super Greens and Essential Source. And it's amazing. Now, we talked a little bit about nitric oxide. I hope I want to get this in before the show's over. Nitric oxide is, is something that's in your blood vessels that opens up your blood vessels. As you get older, your, blood, your nitric oxide levels drop. Right around 40, it starts to really drop quickly. So nitric oxide is another supplement that you can take to open up your blood vessels. And I tell people with high blood pressure, yes, you have to get chiropractic care to fix the nerve supply that's going to the organs. That could be affecting the blood pressure. Your stomach pushed up against your diaphragm can affect the vagus nerve. The vagus nerve controls the heart. That can affect high blood pressure. And just as we get older, the blood vessels aren't as flexible as they used to be. So I tell people, if you're, if you're taking blood pressure medication and you start taking Dr. Joe's nitric oxide, make sure you monitor your blood pressure. I don't want it going too low. And patients say, doc, I got to give up my medicine or my, blood, or my nitric oxide. I said, you decide. And I nudge and wink and smile. But the nitric oxide is good because it increases circulation to the brain. And one of my secrets, people say, Dr. Joe, how do you know so much? How are you able to spit out this information just nonstop? One of the reasons is my brain works really well because I give it the nutrients that it needs and I give it the circulation that it needs and I give it the stimulation that it needs. And I get chiropractic care on a regular basis to make sure the nerve supply going up to my head is working. So it's kind of neat. So we can get the brain working and better as long as we're doing the things we need. Now, the super greasy essential source, the nitric oxide, B-complex is very important. B vitamins are necessary for nerve function. Those are all on the website, drjoe.com. You can order them. Or come by our offices. We have offices in the Atlanta area, Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. Come by and pick up the supplements. It'll save you the shipping costs. So we're talking today about uh, Alzheimer's and sugar. Now, it's becoming increasingly clear that the same pathological process that leads to insulin resistance and type 2 diabetes is going to affect the brain. As you overindulge in sugar and grains, your brain becomes overwhelmed by consistently high levels of glucose and the insulin, and it blunts the insulin signaling. And then it impairs your body's ability to work. And that can actually lead to things like permanent brain damage. Now, additionally, when your liver is busy processing this fructose, so what happens is you take fructose, it goes into the liver, it has to be converted into glucose. Glucose is the fuel that your brain uses. Remember, we talked about that. In the process, you create uric acid, converting fructose into glucose. Uric acid prevents nitric oxide production. Now, as a chiropractor, my team of doctors deal with pain patients every single day. So if you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, we want to give you the best chiropractic care available as far as we're concerned, but we also want to make sure your diet is right. Because if you're eating a lot of fructose, creating uric acid, it can get in the joints and it hurts. So what happens now is you're eating a bad diet. We're giving you what well, maybe the best chiropractic here in the world, but you're still having pain. Well, let's see if we can check your diet. And then uric acid prevents the body from producing nitric oxide, which opens up your blood vessels and allows the brain to get the proper oxygenation. So I'm begging you folks, if it's high fructose corn syrup, added fructose, please don't eat it. If you're eating fruit that has fructose, fruit has fiber in it that blocks up some of the fructose receptor sites and it has other nutrients with it. So a piece of fruit is okay. An apple is fine, apple juice is not. Because again, you need the fiber and the other nutrients. So what happens is it severely hampers your ability to make cholesterol when you're putting this stress on your liver as well. Now, this is going to sound weird, but cholesterol is an essential building block for your brain, and it's critical for optimum brain function. 
Mounting ev evidence supports the notion that significantly reducing fructose consumption is very important. It's a step in preventing Alzheimer's disease. So what happens is with cholesterol, let's talk about this for a second. Your liver produces cholesterol. Cholesterol is used for so many different things. The walls of your cells, your brain needs cholesterol. Your hormones are made of cholesterol. Vitamin D cr is created when, when UVB rays from the sun hit your skin and interact with cholesterol. You need cholesterol. And if you have high cholesterol, the new research is showing it might not be that you're producing too much of it. It might be that you're not recycling the old stuff. And so you keep producing the normal amounts, but you're not recycling it, so it builds up in the blood. So we can give you pills like statin drugs to lower your production of cholesterol, or what if we clean up your liver? Clean up those recycling bins. You do it on your computer, you do it at your house, nobody ever cleans up the recycling bins in their liver. And how do you do that? You cut out the sugars. The breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas, the fructose. And now what happens is the liver is able to heal. The liver is the fastest healing organ in the body. And so if you damage the liver and you stop abusing it, it comes back. We have supplements at our office. It's not on the website. But things like milk thistle, that might work. We have other liver supplements. And so if somebody comes in with high cholesterol, my approach is always let's get the diet straightened out, but let's clean up the liver as well. Because if your, liver, your cholesterol is too high, we put you on statin drugs, the cholesterol drops, you need that cholesterol, and that can be a problem. So folks, if you have a health problem, if you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, a nutritional issues, acid reflux, my team of doctors would love to be your team of doctors. So if you'd like to come see us, go to our website, drjoe.com, and you can make an appointment in the Atlanta area. We have offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. We work with all, most insurance companies. There's in-network benefits, there's out-of-network benefits. We try to match your benefits as close as we possibly can. So don't freak out if you don't see us in your list of insurance uh, doctors. There may be uh, other benefits available, so trust us on that. If you've ever been in a car accident, folks, I cannot stress this enough. Come see us immediately. The sooner you get to us, the better. Because if there's damage to the car, there's damage to your spine. So the website, make an appointment, drjoe.com. You really want to take care of your brain because there's very limited treatments. And there's no available cure as of yet. So if you're, re you're really left with one solid uh, treatment. And that treatment would be, or solution, is to prevent Alzheimer's from happening to you in the first place. Now, Alzheimer's is a disease predicated preliminary on, preliminarily on lifestyle choices. A lot of it is caused by you. It's not something we necessarily inherited. Two main culprits, excess sugar and then gluten consumption is also something that's linked to this. The major factor is the development and increased consumption of genetically engineered grains which is now pervasive in almost all processed foods. The beauty of following my plan that I've been talking about for years is that it helps prevent and treat virtually all chronic diseases. So if you avoid the seven deadly sins, alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, artificial sweetener, I'm not saying I'm gonna cure you, but I am gonna say that you'll have benefits from it. I don't know of any disease or any condition that doesn't benefit from getting the diet straightened out. I don't know any disease or condition that doesn't benefit from making sure the digestive system is working at its optimum level. And the same thing stands uh, for the spine and the nervous system. If you have pinched nerves, everything is going to benefit from getting the nerves unpinched. Because remember, nerves control pain, but they also control the organs. So if you can get the nervous system working, the digestive system working, and a good diet, now you've got a healthcare plan. Most of you have healthcare insurance. I don't know very many of you have a healthcare plan. You have an evacuation plan, you have a fire escape plan, you have a retirement plan. So many people don't have a health plan. And without a health plan, none of those others matter. Because you got to get yourself healthy so that you can implement those other things. 
Find out why you want to stay healthy. What is it? You want to live longer? You want to make more money? You want to be around your family, your friends? You want to enjoy life? You want to travel? What motivates you? And then say, okay, I'm going to eat this food. Is it going to help me reach my goal? Or is it going to prevent me from reaching my goal? Chances are you're going to put that food down until you get used to eating a good lifestyle. It's so easy. It's so simple. It's so quick. It's so inexpensive. Oh my gosh. Everyone says to me when they start eating right, they say, Dr. Joe, I have money at the end of the week. I never had money at the end of the week. What am I going to do with all this money? Well, I don't know. Buy more supplements. Go on a vacation. I don't know what you're going to do with it. But it really is nice. So you want to keep your total sugar and fructose between 25 grams a day, 15 grams if you're insulin resistant or if you have related disorders. Uh, in a recent animal study, junk food diet high in sugar resulted in impaired memory after just one week. They couldn't remember where they were, and specifically, uh, it was adversely affecting how they processed information. Gluten and casein, that's found in dairy products, uh, those are wheat and, and, and pasteurized dairy products, uh, these, these uh, components, research shows that can get into your blood-brain barrier. Now, the blood-brain barrier is like a force field around your brain preventing bad things from getting in. The barrier, it keeps, it keeps things getting in, and it can get in, and once the gluten and the casein get in, it can have negatively affect your brain. Gluten also makes your gut more permeable, which allows proteins that are in your digestive system to get into your blood system. They don't belong there. And then that sensitizes your immune system and promotes inflammation uh, and autoimmune issues. Here's the thing with leaky gut syndrome. In your colon, there are areas of your colon that are only one cell thick. So if you eat something like gluten or casein, it may cause an inflammatory reaction that can literally tear little holes in your colon. And then these big chunks of, chunks of undigested protein can get absorbed. And now your immune system has to attack these foreign proteins. And one of my friends, well, a lot of people say, well, Dr. Joe, I have these allergy issues. My sinuses are running all the time, especially in pollen season. I'm taking antihistamines, which, by the way, are, have side effects. So inevitably, I'll say, let's adjust your stomach. Let's pull the stomach down away from the diaphragm. Let's shake the nerve supply from your spine to the digestive system. And let's get you on an anti-gluten anti-dairy diet for a few weeks and let's see what happens. And then I'll put them on Dr. Joe's digestive enzymes because digestive enzymes help break down proteins, fats, and carbohydrates. And those are on the website, drjoe.com. And they come back a day or two later and say, I feel better. It's amazing because we're all exposed to pollen. So some people are more sensitive than others. I agree with that. But if your immune system is capable of being on guard and attacking this pollen and it's not busy fighting off something silly like an inflamed gut, it's more likely to do its job. So if you have acid reflux, heartburn, if you're over 40, chances are your digestive enzymes are dropping. I take Dr. Joe's digestive enzymes whenever I eat a cooked meal. Now, if I eat a raw meal like a salad, eh, not so much. But if I eat a cooked meal, I take the digestive enzymes and it's amazing. You sleep better, there's a lot less gas, a lot less bloating, just incredible. And I gave it to one of my coworkers here and she said the same thing. She said, I took it last week and I took it every day. I took one with every meal. I'm feeling much better. Sinuses are much better. So eating a nutritious diet, rich in, in vegetables like folate, uh, can help you. Uh, if you read my book, Eating Right for the Health of It, we have uh, it, the first half of the book tells you how to change your diet. The second half of the book is over 200 recipes. So if you don't know what to eat, if you don't know how to start incorporating plant-based foods into your diet, it's all there. Okay? So qu vegetables, without question, are the best form of folate, which is a B vitamin, and you should eat plenty of raw vegetables every day. Okay, supplements are very good too. Uh, Dr. Joe's uh, B-complex is a very good source of B vitamins as well, like folate. Uh, 
you got to be careful with folic acid, which is the inferior synthetic version of folate. So be careful with that. If you're going to take a supplement, make sure it's folate, not folic acid. Increase your consumption of all healthful fats. Beneficial health-promoting fats can help the brain. Things like olives, organic ex extra virgin olive oil, organic coconut oil, pecans, macadamia nuts, uh, avocados, most nuts. Optimize your gut flora. Make sure the bacteria in the, in the colon are working properly. You want to eat things like fermented foods, sauerkraut, kimchi. Now, if you're going to do that, make sure it's fresh and not pasteurized. If it's pasteurized, they kill off the good bacteria. I take Dr. Joe's probiotics every day because they're good bacteria. I take it once a day with my supplements in the morning. Super Green is an essential source, great source of probiotics and prebiotics. Prebiotics feed the probiotics. In your brain, in your gut, you have good bacteria, which are the probiotics. Prebiotics are food for the probiotics. So that's why I recommend things like Dr. Joe's Super Greens, Dr. Joe's Essential Source, because it's pre and pro. Blueberries, wild berries, have a high something anthocyanidine levels and antioxidant content. They're known to guard against things like Alzheimer's and other neurological diseases. Now, there's supplement recommendations worth noting for their specific benefits in preventing and treating dementia. So I'm running out of time. So uh, although your fundamental strategy is preventing dementia, that should be your lifestyle changes, chiropractic care, good diet, make sure your digestive system is working. You may want to take special note of some, some dietary uh, supplements you want to consider. Dr. Joe's nitric oxide, we talked about that, opens up the blood vessels, increases circulation. It's great for brain. It's great for romance because we need circulation for romance. Uh, it's great for your skin. Uh, circulation is really important. And as you get older, the nitric oxide levels do drop. Beets are high in nitrates that convert to nitric oxide. Uh, arugula, which is my lunch today, sa arugula salad, uh, very high in nitrates as well, much higher than beets. You want to make sure you're getting vitamin B12. Vitamin B12 helps form the, the sheath around the nerves. A Finnish study from Finland, not, not Finns, but from, uh, from Finland, published in the journal Neurology, found that people who consume food rich in B12 may reduce the risk of Alzheimer's disease in later years. For each unit increase in the marker of vitamin B12, the risk of developing Alzheimer's was reduced by 2%. So remember, uh, B12 is really great. Great source of doc is, uh, B12 is Dr. Joe's B-complex. And that's why it's one of the things I take every, every day. The super greens, the essential source, digestive enzymes, lifestyle changes. You want to make sure you're getting sunlight. Vitamin D is so important. So get out in the sun at least 20 minutes a day. Now, I said 20 minutes the other day in a lecture, and somebody said, well, I can't be out for 20 minutes. I get burned. So what you want to do is be out in the sun. Now, I'm dark-skinned. I'm Italian, so I, I got a darker skin. When your skin just starts to feel a little warm and get a little red, that's your limit. And what will happen is you'll start to develop a, a tanning, and then you can be out in the sun a little longer. But vitamin D is so important. And again, UVB rays interact with cholesterol and create vitamin D. We have on our website, drjoe.com, uh, vitamin D supplement, and you can take that. Uh, but I'd rather you get it from the sun, actually. I know I'd, I'd love for you to go buy my products, but I'd rather get it from the sun. Now, in the winter, you can't get it. There's no way you're going to get it from the sun. That's when you take the supplements in the summer. I try to get out. I go for a walk every day. I work in the garden. I try to get about 10 to 20 minutes of sun every day. I have a sunroof or a moonroof, whatever it is in my car, and I open it when I'm driving so I can get sun as well. So sun is really important. Exercise, avoiding toxins. These are all important factors when it comes to maintaining brain health. Remember, the brain needs three things. Oxygen, stimulation, and nutrition. So oxygen, make sure you're breathing properly. If you have acid reflux, heartburn, sleep apnea, you may want to come see us so we can see why you have that. Maybe it's the stomach up against the diaphragm. Maybe it's the fourth cervical nerve. That's the phrenic nerve, which controls the diaphragm. Fix the physical stuff. 
stimulation. Go to my website, drjoe.com. Listen to uh, uh, archive radio shows and, and videos that we have there. Learn. It's so important to keep the brain working. And it needs to get nutrition. Dr. Joe Supergreen's essential source. <clears throat> Excuse me. We talked about all the supplements there on the website, drjoe.com. Now, if you want to make an appointment to come see us, and I think you should, go to my website, drjoe.com. We have over 1,000 hours of podcasts there, but you can also make an appointment. We have offices in the Atlanta area, Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. We want to be your doctors. We want to get your nervous system, digestive system, and your diet straightened out as quickly as possible. We work with most major medical insurance companies. We try to match the benefits. If for some reason we're out of network, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> and if, you, if you've ever been in a car accident, ever, if the car was damaged, you were damaged, and you need to come see us right away. Folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito the website, drjoe.com. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on wsbradio.com and on the WSB Radio app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.